This is LaSalle College High School Basketball on Bob Long Sports. Presented by Dunphy Ford. Krumpetich has his man one-on-one. Chris Monty gets him inside. The foul. Count it. And one. He floated in the lane. He put it in from six feet away. Speedy Morris doesn't like it. But Dave Krumpetich has put the Explorers up four. An ill-advised pass stolen by Ryan Winslow. They find Stukes. No one rebounding. He shoots the three. It doesn't matter. It's good. Amar Stukes gives LaSalle. Believe this. The lead. 37-36. Wow. 6.58 to go. Fourth quarter. Are you kidding me? And this South Student section is absolutely batty right now. This kid is incredible. Pound for pound, man. He is so tough. And it's time for tip-off. We take you now courtside where Bob Long has the call. Uh, well, it's not Bob Long tonight. It's Chris Zostremski and Joe Winning live from LaSalle College High School here in Winmore, Pennsylvania for the second PCL game of the regular season between the Explorers and Monsignor Bonner, Archbishop Pendergrast. Chris Zostremski, Joe Winning joins me tonight. Joe? First time to meet you. Glad to meet you. Oh, what a blast. What a blast getting back to the alma mater on a Friday night in January for some good PCL basketball. What's well, better than that? So let's let's take a look at the, both of these teams. LaSalle, 7-3, 1-0 in the PCL. Bonner, 9-0, surprisingly, also 1-0. Let's talk about this Bonner team for a second. 9-0. They're starting a really experienced team up front, including a junior, Ajiri Johnson. Just talk about them for a little bit. Yeah, it's interesting when you say the experience for the Friars uh, of Bonner Prendergast. You know, you, you look at the team from last year that got a win in the first round of the playoffs, graduating six seniors from that team. They come back this year and still... Uh, a lot of uh, a lot of their scoring uh, and minutes coming from upperclassmen, where you, you kind of contrast contrast that against LaSalle, who also was he- heavily loaded by a senior and junior class, only return really two seniors this year, getting meaning- meaningful minutes in Jared Stukes and Matt Pauls. It's really kind of an interesting contrast with one team that's reloaded with with with, with upperclassmen depth, and one that's kind of relying on their on their sophomore and junior class to help facilitate the two seniors left in place. Let's talk about Ajiri Johnson. Only six points in their win on Tuesday against Conwell Egan, 69-52. LaSalle, they beat LC 66-45. Both teams are 1-0. One team's going to get the loss tonight. I think Ajiri Johnson's really going to be a fun story. Uh, 6'8", junior, raw, uh, but has a lot of the potential. I mean, you see him, he's built like, a, like an NFL wide receiver. Uh, long arms, you know, pretty muscular, uh, can do a lot of things with uh, away from the ball. I think is where he needs to continue to improve, and where you hope to see players like that improve is with some coaching, with some tutelage, uh, to get a little bit better basketball, to get a little bit better game around the basket. Uh, I think that's where he's lacking at this point. Johnson, as we said, the only junior in the starting lineup. The other four seniors: Christian Lane, Tymir Cooper, who had a game high, hit 16 points against Egan. Dylan Higgins. And then Justin Gans, who had 17 to lead the Bonner Prendergast Friars. Meanwhile, for LaSalle, 7 and 3, they're going to go with the usual suspects. Jared Stukes, a senior, along with Matt Paulus, the other senior. Conrad Kiska, Zach Chrysler, the sophomores, and Sean Simon as the junior. Really think for LaSalle to get the win tonight. Sean Simon, the transfer, going to have to have a big night for the Explorers. Can stretch the floor with his three game. I, I, I really look for him. Uh, to make an impact early and open things up for Chrysler and Kiska. 
It'll be Chrysler and Johnson. We're up and running from LaSalle. Chrysler takes a tip off from LaSalle. Jared Stukes works the ball at the top of the key. Chrysler now resets. Works the ball left side. Chrysler on the, on the wing. Back up top of Stukes to reset. Bonner coming out in man-to-man defense. Showing heavy pressure. Kiska to Paulus from the right wing. Three-point basket. Tickles the twine and it's good. Paulus knocks down the three to give the Explorers the early edge. Three-nothing. We got 7.20 left in the opening quarter. LaSalle leads 3-0. As Timir Cooper gives it over. Gives it right back. Look at LaSalle coming out of that 2-3 zone. Johnson with the ball now in the paint. He'll just lay it in. Ajiri Johnson with his first two. And quickly, Jared Stoos to Conrad Kiska. Blocked by Johnson. That's a basket for the Explorers that you have to have. You catch Bonner sleeping, not getting back in transition. Had an easy look for Kiska on the basket. Took too long getting the shot up. Cooper being guarded by Jared Stooks. Bonner Prendergast going from our right to left. LaSalle going from left to right. As we're underway here. Tied 3-2 in favor of the Explorers. Higgins around the paint. No good. Rebounded by Kiska. Intercepted by Higgins. Over. Yeah, Go ahead. Over to Lane. I didn't mean to cut you off there, Chris. Don't worry Early about on, it. Early on, LaSalle just trying to pr- push it too much. you got to be patient. You have a, you're playing at home. I understand trying to set tempo, but it's got to be at the right pace. Cooper shot around the rim and no good. Kiska with the rebound. There's Matt Paulus, the senior, going to her sinus. Paulus in the back to Sean Simon. The transfer over to Zach Chrysler. Chrysler finds Paulus. Find Simon over there in the three. Fouled while shooting. And it looks like it'll be two. That's what you love to Sean see Simon. there. You know, Sean Simon coming in here, getting some experience his past two seasons. Uh, you see that experience, and it's much needed for the Explorers. They have, uh, they're, they're limited in what they bring back in terms of upperclassmen to get a transfer of that ilk uh, that comes in here and can make an immediate impact. Good to see as... Jarrett Stooks now set to inbound underneath. They get it into Chrysler. Chrysler with the wraparound blocked by Johnson and the rebound by Johnson as well. Having an early impact big on this game, Chris. Indeed. Higgins gives it right back to Cooper. Finds Jerry Johnson being guarded by Chrysler. Johnson working the paint. Little hook gets two. Bonner takes the lead. 4-3. Five and a half to go in the first. I said one, of the, said one of the things Johnson was going to have to work on was finishing near the basket, doing a great job of it so far early tonight as he powers himself right through Zach Chrysler to get to the basket and get to two. Stooks with a dribble pump fake shot up, rims out, no good. And once again, the little man, Tamir Cooper, only five foot eight with their board. Coming down the other side, Cooper with a quick shot, no good. Kiska with the board. Gets it back from Paulus in transition. A lot of contact, no call. Coach Dempsey livid on the sidelines. Here comes Cooper one more time. Gets to the basket, but before he does, a walk, no doubt about it. An easy call for the officials. And the ball heading back to LaSalle. Down by one, the Explorers trailing at home three, four to three to, the, to Bonner. The Friars early on controlling the tempo, getting to the basket, 
and all the offense so far coming from their big man, Ajiri Johnson. And that ball from Simon of Stukes' foot, and Christian Lane gets an easy two for Bonnard. 6-3, four and a half to go in the first quarter. Good job by Coach Dempster, and now slowing it down. LaSalle's all kinds of out of sorts. This is a home game Friday night, first home PCL game of the season. Got to slow things down, get control, get back control of the tempo. And it all starts with our two seniors, Jared Stukes and Matt Pauls. Pauls, as you see from the top now, setting it up for the Explorers. If you're just joining us, we do apologize for any technical difficulties we had a little bit earlier in the game. Not stopping us from doing this broadcast. Paulus wide open for three. Cash money for Matt Paulus, the senior. How about Paulus? Two for two from beyond the arc early on, leading the Explorers. He's got six. The Explorers got six. He's got all six for the Explorers. The senior going to their sinus. Really Mal like Lane. his game. Really like the way he's matured as a basketball player. His court presence, court awareness, doesn't take four shots, only good shots, and makes a whole heck of a lot of them. There's Cooper over to Lane. Lane trying to get through the lane, and he loses the ball, and it'll be Explorer basketball. It's amazing what a, what, what a three can do to you. Got, now you see we were talking earlier on about LaSalle being out of sorts. That last possession, Cooper just standing still as Lane going to the basket looking for help, nothing coming, throws it out of bounds. Sloppy possession for the Friars. Paulus over to Conrad Kiska, the sophomore, over to Sean Simon. Simon trying to find a guy. He finds Paulus. Paul's trying to the middle. Finds Zach Chrysler for a wide open three. That's off the rim. Rebounded by Jared Stukes. Double guarded. Finds an open Paulus. Over to Kiska. Top of the key. Kiska. I'll tell you, even when Chrysler takes those shots at six foot eight, doesn't even necessarily have to make them. It's the threat that'll take it that keeps the defenses honest, gives them opportunities to get to the basket unabated and score. It's kind of like a Joel Embiid. I love it. Little JoJo. Trust the process. NBA vote, Joel <laughs> Embiid. Cooper with a near steal, but wow, he's, he's the last fast. one to touch it. It'll be LaSalle ball. Big time speed. Stukes picked his head up for just a second. That was all Cooper needed. Take a, take a hard attack right at the rock. Almost came up with a steal. Off his foot, out of bounds, stays LaSalle ball. About 2.30 to go. We're tied at six. Simon for three. Simon says, why not? Oh, I like that. I like that a lot. <laughs> I told you he was going to be one of the keys to the game. It's been all threes early on, two for Paulus. Now Sean Simon getting in the mix with his first bucket of the game. 9-6, Explorers lead. Here's Tyree Cooper over to Christian Lane. Lane finds Higgins. Higgins for three. That's short. Rebound by Kiska after all the players just decided to get away from the ball. Here's Jared Stukes. Stukes driving in. And it looks like Christian Lane will be called with the blocking foul. Yeah, and you saw Christian Lane and, and, and the Friar bench not happy with the call, looking for a charge. But there was, I mean, Chris, you tell me if I'm missing something. He was absolutely sliding into the, into the drive of uh, Jared Stukes. Easy call. Alan Powell, the sophomore, getting his first time in today. Tyree Cooper for Bonner getting out for Chris Haynes. And if you're LaSalle, you have to be happy. Holding a three-point edge, to nine to six. Just under two minutes to play here in the first quarter. Getting your sophomore guard in and Alan Powell. A lot of underclassmen out on the, out on the floor now for LaSalle. Powell replaces Sean Simon, the transfer. Now to Chrysler. Thought about a three. He's just going to drive it in. Almost... Gets a lay-in, and it's just off the rim. Here comes Bonner now. Gans 
The little shot, no good. Chris with the rebound. Transition again, there's Alan Powell. Powell to Matt Paulus to slow play down. Really like LaSalle in this 2-3 zone defense they've come out with early on here. It, it's forcing Bonner to take, take shots from outside the perimeter. And you saw after Johnson had those two early points in the paint, LaSalle switches into that 2-3, and it's really caused Bonner a lot of problems. Now Powell just holding on to the ball. With about a minute left, right near center court, gives it to Jared Stukes, a senior. Stukes being guarded by Gans. Over to Paulus. Paulus being guarded by Lane. Kiska with a great pick and a three. Bang, bang. It is raining threes here at LaSalle College High School. Four threes, 12 points. The Bonners six with 37 ticks to go. Yeah, nothing like a little home cooking there for the Explorers. They're lighting those rims on fire. Lane's pass intercepted by Paulus. Gives it to Conrad. Kiska, Kiska. Kisses the rim and it's off the mark. Trying to be too pretty there, avoiding the contact. Should have absorbed it, gone hard in the basket. If you get fouled, go to the line, finish there if you have to. Looks like Biden's going to hold on for the last shot down by six, ten seconds to go. Christian Lane at the far sideline. Lane for three. That's off and a little bit far. Kiska with one off oh, the rim. My goodness, Conrad Kiska had two near misses. So, basically, Joe winning. LaSalle made four threes in the game right now. Last uh, last game against LC, they were seven from 18. So they're pretty good right now from three. Yeah, yeah. You'll take you'll take what you're getting so far from the Explorers. Balanced attack from the perimeter. Paulus with six, two threes. Kiska with three. Simon with three. You also have Chrysler with the three that he attempted. It was no good. And, you know, unfortunately for LaSalle, Chris, I think it's pretty evident there were some points left out there, too. A couple transition baskets, two of which I specifically looked to Conrad Kiska not being able to finish, uh, you know, costing LaSalle, too. They could be holding a 10-point edge right now as opposed to, as to, as opposed to a six-point lead. But you're happy to take it after one quarter of play. You like what you see early on. Defensive intensity is certainly there in that 2-3 zone. Um, and I like the way that we've, in this first quarter you've seen LaSalle be able to come and switch out of that zone to man, back to zone. Um, it's really kind of keeping Bonner guessing every time down the court. And even with this senior heavy class, you know, you're seeing a lot of confused faces for Bonner early on. Just joining us, this is game one of a doubleheader, a rare doubleheader, the first ever in the history of Bob Long Sports. 8.30, LaSalle Hockey will take on Malvern Prep. Over at Ice Line. 11 to 1 victors for the Explorers in, la in the first meeting between the two teams. As the second quarter gets underway, and a foul called on number 21, Brett Werner. Did you say 11 to 1? Indeed. In a hockey game? In a hockey game. There's a 10 goal. That's like a, that's like a bad baseball score. There's a 10 goal mercy roll in hockey. And luckily, they needed it. That's a good win for the Explorers, huh? Absolutely. Justin Gans taking the, th the uh, free throws. First one is in. It is now 12-7 in favor of the Explorers as we enter the second quarter. That's LaSalle's first foul of the game. Both free throws are good, and it's a four-point lead for LaSalle. Kiska over to Powell. Powell over to Werner, and his pass is stripped. Last touch by Bonner, 
and it'll stay at the hands of LaSalle going left to right. A junior that I really like watching, Brett Warner, super athletic, dual-sport athlete, basketball and soccer. Uh, and in, he might have a spring sport as well, but I know about his, his prowess as a soccer player. That's what you love about these high school kids at LaSalle, doing different sports, excelling in the classroom, a lot of fun to watch on the basketball court as well. Not even just different sports. How about different activities too? Some of them are even musicians and whatever. As a foul gets called, a number four, that is Chris Haynes on a chance by Jared Stoop, excuse me, Alan Powell. I really like the way Alan Powell's matured from his freshman year to his sophomore year. You know, last year I caught a couple of his games playing, playing a lot of minutes at the JV level. His maturity level is really what jumps off the, off the page at me now. Not taking bad shots. That time going to the basket, really quick first step, gets to the lane, the charity stripe, and is rewarded with the make. Zach Chrysler's back in. Conrad Kiska's out. Sean Simon back in as well. It's Powell's second shot. Up and no good. Just a little bit hard off the rim. 13-8. Explorers lead 7.20 to go in the second early, quarter. Early on, Ajari Johnson leading the Friars with four points, three rebounds. Pretty balanced so far is Ajari Johnson's presence in this game as he gets matched up underneath now by Chrysler, a 6-8 on 6-8. Tyree Cooper, little lane and good. Cooper, the senior, 5'8 player. And it's 13-10, explores. As Chrysler takes the ball, gives it to Powell. And then wow. over the back. Wow, get him on the... Uh, got him on the carry call there. Yeah, huh? on the carry call. I said over the back, excuse me. On the carry call by Alan Powell. It'll be Powell. I hate that call. I, you, you could make that. Watch it. I mean, there's 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 one, there's one, there's one. There you could call it every time. Just it's, just, it's, it's just a bogus. Some call. refs being nitpicky. It's a bogus call at, the, at, at this at this stage, especially sometimes traveling. Get some refs being nitpicky about that. There's Johnson right at Ooh, the paint. Beats Chrysler. Ooh, for two. Ooh, baby, the big man continuing to just drain him in, leading all scores with six. Brett Werner wide open. That goes in and one. Great feed for Matt Paulus to see it a fine Warner. You love it if you're the Explorers, but you got to be scratching your head on the Friars sideline. How does he get that wide open, Chris? Nobody in his range, and then you make it worse, a desperation foul after he's already up in the air and in position to score from your 5'8 guard? Incredible. Warner does not make that third shot to make it a three-point play as Christian Lane is just having little butterfingers with that ball. Eventually gets it back, and he gives it over to Justin Gans. I'm telling you, every time Ajari Johnson goes up in the air, I'm impressed. He gets so high off the floor. His fourth rebound of the game. And we got a and foul this time drawing a foul from Chrysler as he's coming over the back. A lot of contact. They're battling. There's no doubt about it, Chris. They really are. They're going back and forth. Zach Chrysler and Ajari Johnson. It's a nice battle to watch early on. Johnson, the 11th leading scorer in in the PCL right now, averaging 14.4 points a game. Meanwhile, Chrysler is tied for 21st with teammate Sean Simon, each with 12 points per game. As that was Christian Lane with a three that was off the mark, but rebounded and put in by Donovan Rodriguez, the freshman 6-1 guy. And that was an effort play. That was really, I mean, Don Donovan Rodriguez coming off the bench, 
just sneaking right through the LaSalle defense to come up with the offensive board putback. Inexcusable for the senior heavy explorers, uh, excuse me, this senior led, led explorers basketball team. Kiska had the ball, and Matt Paulus drawing a off the ball foul as the explorers had the ball, and it'll be Bonner back. Now Bonner's down by one, 540 to go in the second quarter. We thank our sponsors, uh, Dunphy Ford and Alan Hess O'Connell for presenting this game as well. There's Gans over to Cooper. Donovan Rodriguez over to Higgins. There's Lane again with the ball. Traveling through the paint. And it's rejected by Zach Crystal. No, no, no. No, 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 no. No finger wag. Man, and I really, you know what? I, you almost give... You almost give him credit, Cooper going up against a six foot six Chrysler, six I mean a six foot eight Chrysler, six foot eight, six foot six Kiska. Pauls intercepts the pass, Simon gets in and gets a two as he travels through the paint and it's 17-14. Explorers with the lead with about five minutes left to go in the first half. Chris early on, Sal, 17 points, Simon responsible for five of them. You gotta love the impact he's having. Oh, a walk. No call missed by the refs. Higgins is shot no good. Chrysler with the rebound. That's the basketball gods. Chrysler to Kiska. That was Paulus to Kiska, but Kiska couldn't get the ball, lost the ball, tried to save it, and it's in favor of Bonner Prendergast. I like, I like this move here, the sub in to get Alan Powell back in the game. He brought some energy. Now you have three sophomores, a junior and a senior on the court for LaSalle, some diversity, and... Uh, We'll find out what happens here. Is going a little bit smaller, at least at the guard position, are the Explorers. We said Powell in for Paulus, along with Stukes in the front two, with Simon, Chrysler, and Kiska in the back three. As Lane's shot goes in, it's, excuse me, that's Jaime Cooper's shot. That goes in, and it's 17-16 to 16 in favor of the, the Explorers. As Jared Stukes finds Alan Powell, finds Kiska. And they're just passing the ball right now. It's a foul that's called on Bonner. You can attribute that last basket for the uh, Friars. Just great ball movement. You know, you had uh, the freshman Donovan Rodriguez underneath the basket. Thought he had an opportunity. I thought he had an opportunity if he had turned and faced to go up with a shot. But he had six foot eight Zach Chrysler looking right at him. Instead, he decides to be unselfish. Kick it to Cooper, who knocks it down for two. Chrysler's drive to the basket, no good, but a foul is called again on Bonner. Number 13 is Jerry Johnson, the junior. Gets called. Zach Chrysler going to line, shooting two. That's important now. Got to keep an eye on Johnson. He's got two personal fouls in the game. If you're LaSalle, just keep on attacking for this remaining four minutes and ten seconds. Keep going right at him. Well, <laughs> now you can't because he's coming off the court. That's a, that's a break for the LaSalle. Steven Peretta. A 6-2 senior coming in in favor of Johnson. Bonner Prendergast all in green with the yellow lettering. LaSalle in all white with the blue lettering and numbers. As Chrysler's second shot is good, it's a two-point game with 4-10 to go. That's what you want for LaSalle. Get Chrysler involved. His first points of the game coming from the free throw line. But much deserved as he's continued to attack the basket. A lot of contact on his shots early on. The refs are just letting the guys play. There's Christian Lane. Over to number four, Chris Haynes. Over to Lane for three. That's off the mark. No good. Rebounded by Chrysler. 
Over to Jared Stooks. Here we go. On the near sideline. Stooks to Chrysler. Pulls up the three. No good. And a foul on Bonner is caught. And that, that'll give LaSalle the bonus for a one and one on number five. Timeier Cooper. And good for Chrysler now. Getting back to the free throw line again. Up that confidence. He looks, for, you know, he's had a lot of drives to the basket. Not including the one three-point effort. Uh, three or four drives to the basket where there's been significant contact. No call. Now getting rewarded this time on a drive before he even got the shot off. But LaSalle in the bonus now. And Chrysler knocking the first one home. Chrysler second shot. Up and good. 20-16. to 16. Just like last year. 3.38 to go in the second quarter. Last year, as in last year was 2016. <laughs> I don't even know what the score was at this point last year. Doesn't really matter right now. As Cooper's shot, no good. Rebounded by Peretta, not really. Kiska with the rebound. Gives it to Allen Powell. Powell will give it to Sean Simon. Simon being heavily guarded by Cooper. He gets away from that, gives it to Powell, gives it to Stukes. Chrysler's got to be the matchup you're looking at. He's being guarded by a freshman in six foot one, Donovan Rodriguez, holding a seven-inch advantage. you got to get the ball down to the big man. They give it to Simon instead, followed by Kiska and the Patriotic Sox. Kiska. There Over we to go. Simon, there's Chrysler. Go that to work, big you're man. Looking for. Foul called, and it'll be on Bonner. And I'm not sure if they're. I'm not sure who they're going to get. I'm not sure if they're going to get it on Steven Peretta. They're going to even on Donovan Rodriguez. Is that yeah? That was the matchup you want. I mean, he's got. Excuse me, Chris Haynes. They gave the foul on number four, Chris Haynes. Same advantage, seven seven inch advantage. I mean, that's where you got to go here. They're they're without Ajari Johnson. He's playing. He has two personal fouls. You got to just find out find ways now to get the ball into Chrysler's hands and let him do his business. Chrysler's first shot is good. Four points, all of which coming from the free throw line from the 6'8 sophomore. Second roll, second shot at the shooter's roll in. 22 to 16, 253 left in favor of LaSalle. Matt Paulus comes in. Zach Chrysler comes out. And the only way I like this call here is, is if we're going to assume that Conrad Kiska is going to go down to the paint and take on that roll. I mean, not one single player within five inches of them on the court right now. Speaking of Conrad Kiska for the Explorers, he's got to go to work, put his lunch pail, and get in the get underneath the basket. There's Donovan Rodriguez, number thirty, driving in, gets the two on the on the layup, twenty-two to eighteen in favor of the Explorers. Two thirty-four to go in the first half. The fearless freshman attacking the basket, attacking Conrad Kiska, and being rewarded with two. There's Kiska. Speaking of him. And the paint draws a foul again. And like we talked about, Chris, critical that they keep attacking the paint. They did it this time with Kiska. And, you know, you talk about losing Zach Chrysler going to the bench. But, you know, there's not a huge drop-off when your next biggest guy is 6'6". With that same type of versatility, can knock down a three, but can also get to the basket and score. Now he's got to do it from the free throw line. First shot is good for Conrad Kiska. Nine fouls to LaSalle's three. That's a really good – Joe Dempsey's got to be really proud of that, being disciplined right it, now. It's two, It's really a tale of two teams. LaSalle early on, a little bit out of control, early turnovers. Ever since about the, the six-minute mark in the first quarter, LaSalle's really come back, gained control, gained rhythm, and it's been Bonner who, given credit, hanging tough, 
down only six, but they've been the team that's been forcing shots, sloppy passes, and it's led to LaSalle's advantage. There's Lane, pass intercepted by Paulus, tipped, eventually got by Jared Stooks, and Jared Stooks is just breezing by like Walter Payton Sweetness, gives it to Matt Paulus for three, and it goes in and out. As Jared Stooks dives for the ball, but it'll be going to Bonner either either way. And there was an opportunity for the Explorers to get a basket off a turnover, which they've only done twice so far tonight. Something that LaSalle really prides themselves on is being able to turn turnovers into points. And so far, um, not a high success rate, still holding the six-point edge. Tymere Cooper at the top of the key. Over to Justin Gans. Cooper. Tries to feed it to Pareto. Intercepted by Sean Simon. Deep pass to Paulus. Loses the ball. Joe Dempsey looking for a call. He doesn't get it. Bonner keeps the ball. There was a lot of contact. No doubt about it. A push in the back. Looked like from Justin Gans. But once again... LaSalle just not able to convert off a turnover. You got to get those buckets. You got to get those buckets. 120 to go, 24 18 in favor of the Explorers for three. Justin Gans, that's short. Rebound by Simon. Felt like that, felt like that shot was a little bit forced, Chris, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. Early yep. on, I mean, I know there's no they shot had clock. Plenty of time. Yeah. No, I think that, with. that clock's maybe getting in your head a little bit as you near the minute mark. Putting up a shot, not necessary. Sean Simon. Finding Conrad Kiska. Kiska finds Zach Chrisley, loses his man. Peretta, rebound, no. And that ball's off his leg, and it'll be Bonner ball yet again. Another failed conversion for the Explorers. I'm going to tell you, really questionable. A lot of contact underneath. Chrisler looked like he got slapped twice, once on the shot, once when he came down with the rebound. But the, the, the Cardinals sin for a big man. Don't bring that ball down. You're six foot eight. Keep it up there. Don't bring it down where you, you get let six foot one guys come to your level. Just about 33 seconds left. LaSalle lead 24-18 as Rodriguez drains a three. And now that leads down to three. The freshman with five, second leading score for Bonner, making a big impact tonight so far. Chrysler's just going to hold the ball to the last shot. It's a smart strategy with 15 seconds. Chrysler. Near midcourt gives it to Powell. Let's see what they can do here. Kiska driving in the paint. Gets fouled on the call. And it'll be going for two for Kiska. Interesting. You can tell from the Bonner sideline they were looking for a walk call. <laughs> Not even close to, two, to, to more than two steps. Maybe on the push as he went to the basket there was an extra one. But that was well after the foul. Looking like Matt McMahon and uh, Brett Werner coming in shortly for the Explorers in these last three seconds while Zach Chrysler and Matt Paulus come out. Got a love for the Explorers. 25 points total, eight of which coming from the free throw line, taking advantage of their opportunities from the charity strike. Kiska's second shot is off the mark. Let's see if Bonner can do anything here. And he gets fouled. Alan Powell with .4 seconds fouls. Number five, Tymere Cooper. Smart play. Doesn't seem like it usually, but you're not in foul trouble. Make him reset. 0.4 seconds, inbound at half. Good luck. Rodriguez's last teeth off the mark, and that's half right here. Quick half. 
as yeah, LaSalle I, leads 25-21. to 21. I hope that hockey game gets started early because I'm going to tell you, we're kicking it out there soon. Who's on the call, Chris? Uh, who's on the call for the hockey I have game? Abs- some Chris guy. I just can't remember the last name. I, he's probably listening you, right now. A lot of you guys floating around, aren't there? Yeah. A couple more Joes. Indeed. There's a lot of Chris's. Well, uh, you know, Chris, I'm going to tell you, if you're listening, buddy, <laughs> loosen up those pipes, brother. We're coming to you. Indeedy. So I try to find the name. I don't even know who the name is. But either way, as I found, as I find the name of who the other guy is, because I probably can't, uh, we'll go to commercial break because we haven't done that yet. Uh, you're listening to Bob Long Sports Call of LaSalle College High School Basketball, presented by Dunphy Ford. Bob Long from Bob Long Sports here, and I want to urge all our listeners to visit our friends at Dunphy Ford in the Northeast. Dunphy Ford has all the latest Ford models, trucks, SUVs, and sedans. They also have a wide selection of used cars, trucks, and SUVs as well. Owned by a LaSalle graduate and a proud sponsor of Explorers Basketball, Dunphy Ford should be your first stop to buy or lease a new car. Visit them at 7700 Frankfurt Avenue in the Northeast or at DunphyFord.com. Check out the team of attorneys at Howland Hess O'Connell for all your estate planning needs. Located at 2444 Huntington Pike in Huntington Valley, Howland Hess O'Connell specializes in the drafting of wills, powers of attorney, and living wills. Partner Michael Cassidy, a LaSalle High School graduate and father of Michael Cassidy Jr., class of 2009, is a proud alumnus and former quarterback for your LaSalle Explorers. Call today at 215-287-9292 or CUP Wawa. The attorneys at Hallen Hess O'Connell have experience encompassing a wide variety of commercial, property, construction, criminal, and estate litigation. Call today at 215-287-9292 or CUP Wawa. Our attorneys are adept to changes in the law, which is a great benefit to our achievements and your success. Our goal is to handle your situation in a professional manner to get you the justice that you deserve. Our focus is you. Visit us online at howlandhess.com or call 215-287-9292. Lmark Signs and Graphics, your choice for custom signs and design, has been servicing the Philadelphia area for over 30 years. From illuminated signs to vehicle wraps, Lmark Signs is your choice for all your custom signs needs. Lmark delivers high-quality signs with a courteous, helpful, and experienced staff. Visit them at lmarksigns.com or give them a call at 610-692-0525. Again, that's lmarksigns.com, 610-692-0525. Go check out their website for some great examples of signs that Lmark has created and be sure to tell them that Bob Long Sports sent you. lmarksigns.com, your choice for custom signs and design. Hi, this is Rob Stott with Bob Long Sports. BLS is the official host of the pregame show for the Philadelphia Soul. Be sure to tune in before every home game for featured interviews with head coach Clint Dolzell and quarterback Dan Radabaugh, as well as player profiles. We even get the opportunity to speak with AFL Commissioner Scott Butera. Commissioner of the Arena Football League, Scott Butera on the line. You do a tremendous job. I, I, you know, all the you know, local broadcast teams, you know, by far, Philadelphia is the gold standard in our league. You know, I wish they all could be like that because you really understand our game. You promote it well. And 
So be sure to tune in 30 minutes before every home game and check at Bob Long Sports on Twitter for programming updates. This is Bob Long here, and you certainly know me from BLS, doing LaSalle College High School broadcasts, our weekly radio shows, and everything in between. However, during the 9 to 5, I am a commercial banker in the greater Philadelphia area. If your business is looking for financing or any other type of assistance, you can reach me at 215-328-2578. That's 215-328-2578. I've had experience in the energy industry, healthcare, public finance, as well as in manufacturing and leasing. Bob Long, a commercial banker in the greater Philadelphia market, helping your businesses grow. Bob Long from Bob Long Sports here, and I want to tell you about the good folks over at City Year Philadelphia. Every day, the dedicated young adults at City Year make an impact in high-need schools in Philadelphia and in 26 other cities across the country by serving students who need extra help to stay on track to graduate. If you are ages 17 to 24 and are interested in serving as a tutor, role model, or mentor, check out the inspiring stories at hashtag MakeBetterHappen. City Year is currently accepting applicants for the next school year. Hey, Bob Long Sports fans, how can you stay involved with the site anytime? A reminder to follow us on Twitter, at Bob Long Sports. You can also access our Facebook group. Just search Bob Long Sports and it'll come right up. And then, if you have a smartphone, you can listen to any of our live programming by visiting the Ustream app, that's U-S-T-R-E-A-M, searching Bob Long Sports, all one word, and you can access any live programming on the Bob Long Sports network. So be sure to stay connected to Bob Long Sports. Back here at LaSalle College High School, where the Explorers are currently leading. Monsignor Bonner, Archbishop Prendergrass, 25-21 here at halftime. Chris Jastrzemski, Joe Winning, joining me and filling in for Bob Long, who's in Cleveland. Yeah, right. The City of Champions, as they like to call themselves, Man, sadly. taking the weekend off, huh? Yeah. Must be nice. Yeah. Don't I worry about could, Bob. We'll take care of him. Yeah, I wish I could do it. Yeah, Bob but. Long. Bob Long Sports. Not tonight. Christian Shremsky Sports. <laughs> Did I say last name right? That, that that's close. I think so. Yeah. Right, good. Good. Spell it. But that that's that's gonna be a long time. So, twenty five twenty one. LaSalle's leading. Kind of a good half. But if you're Joe Dempsey, what are you telling the guys right now? Well, missed opportunities. Really. I mean, I think we left some points on the board, and the Cardinals sin of, of doing broadcasting is saying we, but. As a LaSalle alum, I got a little guilty there. But really just, you know, opportunities, especially off turnovers. Bonner's been slot was sloppy all throughout the second quarter, especially when Jari Johnson went out of the game. The guards really took it on themselves to try to get to the basket, and that turned into when you have opposing guards like Jared Stukes and Matt Pauls, Alan Powell. I mean, they're going to pick your pocket once in a while. They did. But on, um, on too many occasions, LaSalle is not able to turn those turnovers into points. Meanwhile, for Bonner, I mean, you didn't have a good half themselves, but you've got to be happy that you're just down by four. No doubt. On the road, uh, always a tough environment to come into LaSalle. I mean, you're talking about the team that broke the Newman-Garetti streak, uh, was it four or five years back? It's always a tough place to play. Um, so if you're Bonner, you, you know, you, you, you're down four. You didn't have a Jari Johnson for about four and a half minutes, your leading scorer. Um, 
due to foul trouble. He's going to be back, ready to go. And you saw the impact that Chrysler was able to have the minute that Johnson came off the floor. So if you're Bonner, if you're in that, if you're, uh, in that locker room, Coach Concannon's got to be telling his guys, listen, we're, we're right in position to strike. Um, we just, you know, it, it's really two things for them. A, they got to do a better job getting back on defense. Uh, we talked about missed opportunities, but a lot of those were just, you know, one-on-one misses by the Explorers in transition. The Bonner as a team is not doing a great job getting back on D. Um, alternatively, they also have to look when LaSalle gets into that 2-3 zone, you know, not they haven't converted on too many on you know the freshman with an only three pointer, just not stretching the floor at all, making it easy for LaSalle to crunch down on that two three zone. LaSalle's up by four. Their next game Monday, we'll have it here in Bob Long Sports as they are at Conwell Egan, one of my favorite PCL schools, but for a lot of different reasons, I will not get into that. Whoa, seven Whoa. o'clock here. What we got? Uh, I'll, I'll tell you off the air. All right, I'll tell you my off man. the air. You will not. It's, it might not be for uh. Right here, 7 o'clock p.m., we'll have it here in Bob Long Sports. While next game for LC is Sunday against Bishop McDevitt at 2.30. Meanwhile, around the PCL, West Catholic lost to Roman Catholic, 83-65. to Father Judge with kind of a slight upset over St. Joe's Prep. They won 51-50. to And meanwhile, going on the only other game going on right now, it's Archbishop Wood at Archbishop Ryan. And if you're a Wood fan, it's kind of really good. It's 31-12 to Wood with... A minute 50 left to go in the second quarter. Sunday is the bigger game. Archbishop Wood hosts Archbishop Carroll. That game is at 2.30. It's going to be a great game. It's going to be a great game. And this year there's so much, you know, once you get past Newman and Wood, you know, that battle for three through eight, it's really going to be interesting to see. I mean, I kind of predicted it as Bonner maybe being somewhere between four and six. Uh, the four and six seed, LaSalle being somewhere between that four and six seed. Um and then you're really just going to kind of have a battle for three, you know, three and four, uh, seven and eight. I, it, it's up for grabs this year in a way that I really don't recall. There's not that, like last year where you had the top heavy three or four teams when you had uh, Newman, Roman, and uh, Archbishop Carroll. This year you really don't have that. I mean, Wood's strong. Newman, everybody knows, is unbelievably strong. Uh, but after that, it, it's really an open field. A little surprised to hear that score about Archbishop Ryan. I thought, you know, with Coach with Coach Zaglinski getting his second year, um, you know, I thought they were going to come back. They have Isaiah Brockington back. Uh, you know, to hear that they're getting the doors blown off them. So, you know, respectfully, respectfully said, a little surprised to hear that. But that's just how good this Wood team is. Indeed, and we were talking about as the third quarter gets underway here, LaSalle's going right to left. Roman Newman. That game is on Wednesday. That's not really the top game of the year right now. It's been the top game for a long time, and now it might be Newman-Wood because Wood is that second-top team in the PCL. You want to get to that Newman-Wood game to see the matchup between Quade Green and Colin Gillespie. It's going to be a fun night that night. Meanwhile, for this game right now, Conrad Kiska has the ball as we begin the third quarter. Kiska driving in the paint, gifted to Sean Simon, and it'll be going to Bonner. Not the way you want to start off the second half for the Explorers, an early unforced turnover. But for Bonner, they get the opportunity now to strike first in the second half. Here's Christian Lane. Christian Lane over to Higgins. Lane, number one. Over to Dylan Higgins, number 10. 
See, this isn't that complicated. If you're Bonner, you got to be trying to get the ball into Johnson's hands. I know he's got the matchup 6-8 on 6-8, but give it to the big man. Higgins' shot is off the mark. Rebound on my Pat Paulus. The senior going to her sinus. Conrad Kiska thinking about a three. He says, nah, why not? Chrysler, his shot is off the mark. And Bonner with Ajiri Johnson with the rebound. He gets fouled. And really a double whammy there for the Explorers. Zach Chrysler getting crushed, no call. And then to get the turnaround foul 90 feet away from your own basket, the worst type of foul you can get for LaSalle as Chrysler picks up his second. There's also a bench warning on the, on the call, too, for LaSalle as well. Coach Dempsey hot about the non-call call. I mean, tough to blame him. Sometimes you love his attire, too, the, uh, the, the suit with the polo. Weird design, but... Got to like it as Bonner gets called for an offensive foul. It'll be LaSalle's ball. 6.49 left interestingly, in the third quarter. Uh, Chris, interestingly, I thought the same thing. They call it a walk, but those elbows, it should have been an offensive foul. You can't have a Jari Johnson out there at six foot eight swinging his elbows wildly like that. Somebody's going to catch one of those and get hurt. Kiska over to Matt Paulus. Gives it to Zach Chrysler. To Jared Stukes holding the ball. Getting directions from Mr. Joe Dempsey, former English teacher. I think, you know, if you're LaSalle here, I'm coming out. I'm trying to up the tempo a little bit. Attack the basket. Score in transition. Keep going. Keep the tempo up, paced at home on a Friday night to open PCL home play. Kiska driving in. His shot is a little bit off the mark. And offensive foul called on LaSalle again. That's their second of the quarter. Really nice job by Christian Lane that time. Coach Dempsey not happy with the call, but I have to agree with the official. Kiska leaving his feet early. Christian Lane set up, established in the outside of the paint area. It's a good call. It's a good call, and for Kiska, his second foul. Here's Tyree Cooper sporting some Kyrie threes. Over to Christian Lane for three, and he gets it. Down by one. Archbishop Prendergrass, Monsignor Bonner, although you flip-flop the names, and that's the same school. Down by one. Sean Simon says three is no good. Tyree Cooper giving it to Johnson. Lay and good. Bonner has the lead for the first time in a while, if not the entire game. 26 25, 5 27 to go in the third. And really, it's, it's Bonner playing with their fa- pants on fire. As Johnson going for a steal, but he gets called for a foul instead on Conrad Kiska. And importantly there, third personal foul for personal foul for Jari Johnson. Missed considerable minutes in the first half. I think he's coming out here again. It's number four, Chris Haynes coming in for Johnson. You were right, coach, running. Well, and, and you know what? A good job by LaSalle that time, going right to him. Um, we talked about some of that some of those raw skills, raw abilities. And some of that has to do with just knowing playing with two fouls in the third early on in the third quarter, not able to do it. He picks up his third, now goes to the bench. Jared Stukes driving in with a little shade of Amar and one. Jared Stukes, the little brother of Amar Stukes, driving in to get two, giving LaSalle the one-point edge once again, and he can make it a two-point lead with his own three-point play. And that's the immediate impact you see as Jari Johnson goes to the bench. What does LaSalle do? Their senior, uh, Jared Stukes, gets him to the basket, gets to the paint, finishes fouls, goes to the strike, knocks it down. you got to love it. Stukes makes the and one. It's a 28-26 game with about five to go in the third. 
Now LaSalle's got to strike Johnson's. You have to think it's going to sit, if not the entire, the majority of the remainder of this third quarter. LaSalle's got to stretch this lead. Cooper and one. As it looked like Zach Christopher might have gotten hand. I'm not sure about that. Tied game right now with 28 with a chance for Cooper to make it a one-point game. And for the Friars, coming out on fire here in the second half, outscoring the Explorers 7-3 with an opportunity to make it 8-3. Cooper's shot is good, and Bonner leads it by one. Just seemed like a second ago it was 25-18, didn't it? Yeah. Bonner coming out strong out of the gate in the third quarter. That's a great start for if you're a Bonner fan. Meanwhile, Chrysler wide open from a Conrad Kiska pass, and LaSalle has the lead once again. Fantastic feed now as Chrysler the leading scorer with seven for the Explorers. Good ball movement. Double screen to free up Chrysler as he rolls to the basket. An easy right-handed layup for the six-foot-eight sophomore. For three, and that goes in for Christian Lane. And it's a two-point lead for Bonner. Really impressed with how resilient Bonner's being. They're just going and they're answering every shot, every call. Sal's making here in the second half. Christian Lane with a steal on Jared Stooks. Lane driving in, swoops in, and the ball goes in as well off the roll. And it's a four-point lead for Bonner. The biggest edge in the game for Bonner, and a good call. Timeout by head coach Joe Dempsey at home. He starts to feel this game getting a little bit out of control. The timeout called, and the Explorers down 4-34-30, 3.49 left to play in the third quarter. We'll take a quick timeout with them as well. We're listening to LaSalle College High School Basketball and Bob Long Sports. Bob Long from Bob Long Sports here, and I want to urge all our listeners to visit our friends at Dunphy Ford in the Northeast. Dunphy Ford has all the latest Ford models, trucks, SUVs, and sedans. They also have a wide selection of used cars, trucks, and SUVs as well. Owned by a LaSalle graduate and a proud sponsor of Explorers Basketball, Dunphy Ford should be your first stop to buy or lease a new car. Visit them at 7700 Frankfurt Avenue in the Northeast or at DunphyFord.com. Back here in Bob Long Sports, LaSalle is down for the first time in a long time to Bonner, 34-30. Chris Jostromsky, Joe winning with you on the call, 349 remaining in the third quarter as LaSalle starts off with the ball after a Joe Dempsey timeout. And a good timeout call there by Coach Dempsey to get his team back, resettle, gets Allen Powell in the game, and Stukes to the basket. Stukes shot no good, but he will get called for a, he's going to go for the line, excuse me, for a two. Foul looks like it'll be called. Excuse me, no, never mind. He won't go to the foul line for two. Should have been. Should have been. Absolutely. I was right there with you. I'm sure that's why I was shaking my head. I think I threw you off. He should have been going to the free throw line, but the refs called on the ground. Christian big Lane. Op- big, big opportunity here for Stoops, the senior, the only senior on the floor right now for LaSalle, to take over for the Explorers. Christian Lane on the foul, replaced by the freshman number 30, Donovan Rodriguez. It's Conrad Kiska driving in the paint. Kiska going in. Kiska makes a shot. LaSalle's down by two. 3.20 left in the third. The versatility of Kiska's game. Not afraid to knock down a three. Does it quite well. That time gets to the basket. Absorbs the contact. Still another one of those calls. Chris, I think there could have been a foul call. None done and he makes a shot. Tyree Cooper going in with a nice layup. That's a two, that's a two for Tyree Cooper. 36-32 in favor of Bonner. 
Cooper now with 13, the leading scorer in this game amongst all players. And coming out on fire here in the second half with seven. Stukes for three, no good. Rebounded by Rodriguez over the time here, Cooper. Sal's got to get a stop. Cooper, shot is a little bit short. Sean Simon will let the ball go out, and it'll be LaSalle ball. A little short and really ill-advised. No, no bodies underneath for Bonner in transition. Three players around the perimeter, not including Cooper, the shooter. I think that was more of a heat test for the senior to see just how hot he was. So Matt Paul is coming back in the game that your sign is commit. Taking in part for number two, Jared Stukes. With about 2.30 remaining, Bonner up 36-32 as Alan Powell, the sophomore, taking it for Matt Paulus. Paulus over to Powell again on the far end of the court for Conrad Kiska. To Matt Paulus to Alan Powell at the top of the key. Paul, Powell, looks like the ball was kicked. Indeed it was, but it'll be Bonner's ball. Yeah, unfortunately the kick was by the sophomore, Alan Powell. Kicks it out of bounds. Ball goes to the Friars. Let's see if they're able to do what LaSalle has been so far struggling to do, which is convert off a turnover. Here's Donovan Rodriguez. A lot of minutes for the freshman with Johnson coming go, have, in foul trouble going to the bench. Rodriguez with a three. That's a little bit off. Rebounded by Justin Gans over to Tymir Cooper. Second chance opportunities. Killy LaSalle giving Bonner another look. Another opportunity to score. Cooper. Over to Higgins. Higgins, his two is good. Dylan Higgins, a six foot four senior. Very rarely in the Philadelphia Catholic League are you going to be able to get away with giving up that offensive board. And for LaSalle, they do pay the price. Six point lead now for Bonner, and Joe Dempsey has to call another timeout. 137 left in the third quarter. Yeah, you can tell right now for the Explorers struggling to try to find that answer. What is it? Do we go small? Do we go big? Um, on the court right now, they've decided they've, they, they are currently opting um, with both Kiska and Chrysler to stay big. But with Ajari Johnson on the bench for LaSalle, I think you can pick, um, you know, you can keep Chrysler or Kiska on the floor and then maybe bring in, a, 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 you know, a, a Brett Warner or a, um, you know, going down the list, Jack Rothenberg, someone to, to kind of come in there and give you a spark off the bench, not – Six foot seven like Conrad Kiska, not six foot eight like Zach Chrysler, but versatile, runs the floor well. Um, you don't, I don't think you really need six eight and six six right now. You need some speed to help out with this, with these Bonner guards. We saw a little bit of Matt McMahon come in for probably three point six seconds, but still not that much. But him, that's Warner, more than my varsity career. <laughs> him, uh, Brett Werner, basically the other two guys coming in that from the bench along with. The usual suspects with Powell and the other guys we've talked a lot about tonight. As we're back into action, Sean Simon going to inbound it to Jared Stukes. Stukes is driving in right away. Shot no good. Rebound. Conrad Kessler eventually gets it and intercepted by Higgins. Really, really good effort by Stukes off his own miss to get LaSalle back the ball. But coming down the opposite way commits a sloppy foul. His first of the game, the fourth for the Explorers, who were so good in that first half. Chris is staying out of foul trouble. He committed the foul number five time here, Cooper. Number 21, Justin Gans for three. No good. Rebounded by Stukes. Here's Sean Simon. 
being guarded by Gans. Simon finds Zach Chrysler, being guarded by Higgins. Chrysler shot, no good, rebound contested, and it goes off, apparently off of Chrysler, and it'll be Bonner ball from our, my end. I thought it looked like maybe the Bonner guy touched it last. Yeah, if you're asking me, I, I thought no doubt about it. I thought Justin Gans got his fingertip on it and tipped it out of bounds. Speaking of Gans, he has the ball, and he'll just bring it back the court to Tymere Cooper as play slows down. We've got 45 seconds remaining. Still 38-32 in favor of Bonner. And listen, this Bonner team's no joke. I mean, they're 9-0 coming in, 1-0 in Catholic League play. This team can go. Cooper's three is off the mark. Paulus with the rebound, feeds it right to an open Jared Sukes, who has nothing but the net and himself in front of him, and he lays in the two. It's a four-point game for big, Bonner. Big basket for the Explorers. Now they got to get a stop, maybe get a turnover, get in transition, cut this thing down to a two-point lead at the end of the third. If they Best-case scenario for the Explorers as Bonner going to slow it down, and LaSalle's going to transition into that man-to-man -man defense. Cooper on Stukes. Cooper, number four, and they want to walk. No good. Re shot by Chris Haynes is good. And that's the end of the third quarter. A great quarter if you're Monsignor Bonner. Bonner, Archbishop Prendergast. Coming down from four down. Now they lead by six. Maybe a missed walk on that, on that last shot by Haynes, but whatever. It's in the quarter as Bonner leads LaSalle 40 to 34. Yeah, you know, I, I appreciate the, the, the thought. Um, the step back looked like there was, you know, potentially a walk to be called there. But regardless, LaSalle now trailing by six, their largest deficit of the game, 40-34. to 34. You really you can't say enough about the third quarter that Samir Cooper put together in the absence of Ajari Johnson, who went out with another foul. But it'll be interesting to see, you know, when Ajari Johnson's in the game, Bonner does noticeably slow down. I'll be interested to see now as he re-enters, comes back in, Bonner's leading scorer, the six foot eight junior, what impact he has, whether he's actually, you know, in this type of game, maybe his presence is to the team's detriment. This is game one of a Bob Long Sports doubleheader on BLS. Game two coming up at 8.30 from the hardwood to the ice. That's all you got. Ice. LaSalle taking on Malvern Prep at 8.30. Live from the ice line rinks in Delco. Is there anything my man won't call? Really? Badminton? Yeah, all right. Badminton you darts? Got me. You got me. Nah, I mean, I've been, I, I, I <laughs> see my man. He, he, can call a little, he can call a little darts. Really? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Bob, I like to see that when you come back from Cleveland, the Peyton. city of champions. Big old, he goes to paint in the corner a lot, that baseball line. Really heavy on the painting of the corner. Fourth quarter is underway. Christian Lane, excuse me, Tyre Meyer Cooper just holding on the ball for the first 10 seconds. Wow. And a foul. Got to be on Paulus, right? Yeah, it looks like it is on Paulus. Tough call. Ticky tack. That first half, they were really letting these both teams play. Bonner that was actually the team that caught the detriment of that. They got in foul trouble, but for LaSalle, no issue. Now LaSalle trying to up the tempo on defense, and the referees deciding to change the way they're calling this one. See, now it's hurting LaSalle. Now five fouls to Bonner's three in that half. LaSalle only had about three or four fouls the entire first half. As Johnson back in the games, his two is no good as he's guarded by Christopher. Here's Jared Stukes with a nice hustle. 
Stukes driving to Paulus for three. Yes, indeedy. There he is. Matt Paulus. There he is. As he gets a big fat head treatment from the student section, and it's a three-point game in favor of LaSalle, uh, excuse me, Bonner. Oh, how about the senior? Three for four from beyond the arc. Calling it on. Now it's Bonner with a timeout. Bonner Come on, with a timeout. Go, baby. You, see, you hear a lot of energy in the stands, especially from the student section and the team themselves. The three-point game in favor of Bonner. 7.05 left to go in the game. Big, big bucket there from the senior Matt Paulus. When, he, when your team needs you most, he steps up, steps into the three, knocks it down, cuts that lead down to three, and, you know, have to be impressed. The shots that he makes throughout his career, Matt Paulus, have always been when his team needed it. They needed to get that momentum back, needed to regain some of that edge, and, and that's how you do it. A big bucket there. Now they got to get a stop. We keep saying it over and over again, but the stops that they have gotten haven't been converted into points, so I shouldn't just say get a stop. you got to get a stop, get in transition, score. Paul is just the only senior right now on this team that's been with that's been on varsity for all four years. Jared Stukes started at JV in his freshman year. Paulus was on varsity. He was with the state runner-up team back in 2014 when I was a senior. Yeah, I'm that young. Seven minutes left. Rub it in, man. Rub it in. <laughs> Here's Christian Lane giving it to number five, Tymere Cooper. Lane being guarded by Matt Paulus, that experienced senior that we were just talking about recently. Justin Gans being recorded by Conrad Kiska, the student section. You can hear them now. And a decently packed crowd. Alumni get together before the game. A lot of alums that I've seen, a lot of alums that Mr. Winning has seen. As Gans' layup is good. 42 37, Bonner. Gans not lighting up the scorebook, but when he does, they're, they, they've meant a lot. Paulus thought about a three, faked it. Gives it to Kiska right there. Oh, and the layup is just too hard off the glass. And really out of control. Caught the ball going away from his body. Uh, had to try to re-angle himself towards the bucket. Not able to do so as it was almost shot put it off the backboard. Another missed opportunity for LaSalle. Off a great screen that got him into position to score. Bad pass from the senior, Stooks. Here's Cooper being worked on by Stukes. Great defense by Stukes. And a lot of pushing. Cooper trying to create space by extending that forearm. That's an offensive foul that these refs are just missing time and time again. Lane shot and one. Driving into the paint is Christian Lane, the senior. And he's going to go to the line to make it a three-point play. And it really is interesting when you see what happens when Ajari Johnson comes on the floor. He gets, he just demands so much attention. He stands on the right side of the band. He stands on the right side along the wing, um, excuse me, along the baseline, and pulls two defenders over, giving Lane that free lane, that free lane to the hoop. Conrad Kiska gets called for the foul. He's taken out of the game in favor of Alan Powell as Christian Lane makes that third shot. All right, his his. Makes a free throw shot and make it a three-point play. It's 45-37 in favor of Bonner. Paulus for three. Yes, indeedy. Matthew Paulus with another big three. Somebody. Big-time shot from the senior. His explorers need him. He's stepping up. He's got 15. Johnson over to Christian Lane. 
back to Jerry Johnson. And the long Under Armour tights. He gets it to Christian Lane, also wearing the same Under Armour tights. Higgins' shot is good. He was not in Under Armour tights. Stukes now. And LaSalle trailing biggest deficit of the game down by seven. As Stukes' pass intercepted by Cooper. Or tipped by Cooper, later intercepted by Cooper. And speaking of Cooper, he's being guarded by Stukes. Really a strong guard. I really like the way Cooper commands the game, controls the game. Uh, not to mention the fact that the way he's been able in this game to get to the basket and score. Really impressed overall with the way this senior has played so far this evening. This is Jerry Johnson. Giving it back to Cooper. Over to Christian Lane for three. That's off the mark. Race to the ball. Last touch by Tymeer Cooper, and it's going to go to LaSalle. Interesting call here. I guess with the way Matt Paulus is shooting, you go for the versatility by bringing in Conrad Kiska, sending Sean Simon to the bench. And now you have on the floor for the Explorers, Jared Stukes, Alan Powell, Zach Chrysler, Conrad Kiska, and Matt Paulus. Pretty versatile lineup in terms of size and speed. Kiska can be worked on by Johnson. Here's Jared Stukes driving in the paint. Stukes, and he draws the foul. Jared Stukes looks like he's going to go to the line for two. You know, it's early on to say this. There's still three minutes and 52 seconds left to play um, in the fourth quarter, but these are two critical free throws here. LaSalle's got to have them both. Jared Stukes, the senior, got to knock them down. He knocks down one. Making it a six-point game for the Bonner-Prendergast Friars. Bonner's the boys' school. Prendergast is the girls' school. But they still go by their, both their names as Jared Stukes misses his second shot. Cooper's pass almost went out of bounds. It looked like it was going to go to Lane. Did go to Lane eventually. Not without some drama. Lane driving in. And he's fouled. Yeah, now you see it's Bonner doing what LaSalle was doing in the first half, which is driving hard, trying to get into the lane and score. If they're not successful scoring, they're ended up at the free throw line or at least in the foul getting there. As LaSalle now with six, I'm sorry, seven team fouls to put them in the bonus. In addition here, it was on the shot, so he's getting two regardless. He makes his first. And again, I really talk about it. Christian Lane, Tymeer Cooper, really impressed with these two guards for the Friars. Lane's second shot is good. Forget about the student section noise because that doesn't really matter right now. It's an eight-point lead for the Friars. With about 3.32 remaining in the game, Conrad Kiska giving it to Jared Stukes. Stukes trying to find a man. He finds Zach Chrysler for three. Yes, indeed, Zach Chrysler, the big man three. And now it's a five-point lead for Bri uh, Bonner with 3.22 to go in the game. I know this is surprising to hear, but I don't really understand the the, the timeout call there. You know, if, if, if you're Bonner, just because of the offensive momentum you have going right now, you've been able to catch LaSalle out of position on four consecutive possessions. I'm not sure you really want to slow that down. Despite, you know, Conrad, or excuse me, Zach Chrysler knocking down a three, you still hold a five-point edge on the road. 
So if you're Bonner right now, you've been driving through for most of this game, especially most of this half. Do you keep continuing what you're doing right now? Oh, no doubt, because you don't have the shooters. You don't have the shooters otherwise. I mean, you have two strong guards in Christian Lane and Tamir Cooper. You have your big man in Jari Johnson. All I'm thinking, if, if I'm on that Friar bench, if I'm one of the coaches, is we got to keep finding ways. Whether it's through screens, ball, uh, just one-on-one matchups, we got to keep getting to the basket. Play resumes. Justin Gans, full court pressure for LaSalle and Alice. It's starting to become desperation time. 3:18 left in this game. It's Cooper with the ball, giving it the lane. Lane right near the Explorer logo at center court. Being worked on by Powell, the battle of the ones. Cooper. Over to Justin Gans. Gans being worked on by Kiska. And a possible steal. And it'll be LaSalle ball as well. Timed that perfectly. Jared Stukes that time playing decoy. A little possum. LaSalle staying in that man-to-man. Almost disinterested until he snuck up right behind Justin Gans as he passed by him to get that hand in there. Pickpocket the six foot three junior for, for the Friars. Going silent like a stealth bomber. Matt Paulus for three again and then Yates again. Matt Paulus at the two point lead for Bonner. 2.30 left to go. The boy is stroking. Full court pressure now. Higgins over to Johnson and he makes a slam. To shut down the momentum that LaSalle might have had. And it's a four-point game now. 2.18 left. Bonner leads it. Now if you're LaSalle, get that momentum right back. I say keep going to the hot hand. It's Matt Pauls. Run him off the screen. Get him the rock. Let him Give him the opportunity to guide you to the finish line here for the Explorers. We're still running here at LaSalle College High School. Four-point lead. Bonner wanted to travel on that call. Doesn't get it. Kiska, he's fouled. With 157 to go. That would have been interesting. I mean, 157, not like it really matters a ton at this point. Really only for the thought of consideration, but both Cooper and Ajari Johnson had hands in. Timer Cooper gets a call on the foul. Chrysler with the ball. Matt Paulus has come clutch when he's needed, but he doesn't have the ball right now, and Stukes' pass intercepted by Gans. And that ball is going to Bonner after it looks like it might have hit Kiska. And go, went out of bounds. Chris South's not happy about it. Chris, too many times tonight we've said, you know, an errant pass by Stukes. And that's really been a, been, you know, been a heel the second, ha- the second half, uh, a spur in the heel the second half of the Explorers' turnovers from their senior, Jared Stukes. Bonner's going to call a timeout. 4-41 left to play. We'll have a quick commercial break as we get our breaths. Brace yourselves here, folks. uh, 51-47 to go in this game. You're listening to Bob Long Sports. Coverage of LaSalle College High School Basketball. Powered by Dunphy Ford. Bob Long from Bob Long Sports here, and I want to urge all our listeners to visit our friends at Dunphy Ford in the Northeast. Dunphy Ford has all the latest Ford models, trucks, SUVs, and sedans. They also have a wide selection of used cars, trucks, and SUVs as well. Owned by a LaSalle graduate and a proud sponsor of Explorers Basketball, Dunphy Ford should be your first stop to buy or lease a new car. 
Visit them at 7700 Frankfurt Avenue in the Northeast or at dunphyford.com. Back here at LaSalle College High School, where Monsignor Bonner, who's 9-0 overall this season, looking good at LaSalle, their first loss of PCL play. They're up by 450, 147, 141 remaining. Chris Jastrzemski on the call tonight, and in, in for Bob Long. Joe Winning is my partner tonight. It's been a good ride, Joe. It's a great game. Been a great game. You know, you you love to see LaSalle having the edge here, trailing by four at home. But back and forth we go all night long. Up tempo. This game is flying by. Only 8-10. So an hour and 10 minutes. We're almost done this one here at LaSalle College High School. Coming up at the bottom of the hour, we have LaSalle Hockey taking on Malvern Prep in part two of our doubleheader. Who knows how that could be. Ajari Johnson got about six and a half seconds in the lane on that last possession. No call from the perhaps somewhat distracted officials. Now a foul is called on Matt Paulus. I mean, that's the rawness that you talk about, but really, I mean, he did not leave the lane for a good five seconds. Six and a half. Might have been a stretch. 106 to go. As Justin Gans will shoot a one and one. Now LaSalle. Just over a minute left to play. Trailing by four in foul mode. Need to have a miss on the open. Gans' so. first shot is good. Oh, the chance to get a second one in. 52-47, Bonner. I mean, if I'm LaSalle now coming back on offense, I'm thinking trying to find a high, you know, get a ball screen high, get the ball into the hands of Matt Paulus, give him the opportunity to make another big shot. He's earned it. Stukes looking for someone. He finds Matt Paulus, who finds Stukes wide open in the paint, and he makes two. Under a minute to go. Timeout is caught. 53-49, Bonner with 47.8 seconds left. That's what LaSalle's got to stay. They have to stay within that three or four point range. They did that that time. Matt Paulus, really a heads up play, absorbing that double team in the corner from Christian Lanes and Tymere Cooper, realizing somebody's got to be open. Who was it? His senior partner in crime, Jared Stukes, a good dump off, keeping LaSalle within four. But again, I, I keep going back to it. You got, I think you got to be a little bit more creative in terms of finding a way to get Paulus open for three. I mean, it's it's great to be down with another made shot here. It's great to be down by two, but if you can cut that to one and really be have a little more flexibility in fouling Bonner on the next possession as we are now under a minute to play. Under a minute to go, two possession game, Bonner has the ball. I guess you would have to, you know, foul right now. If you don't get the steal right away, you got to foul. You got to. Game is starting to be out of reach for LaSalle to be a little bit pessimistic, sadly, for my alma mater. As Stukes gets the ball, but it's still Bonner's ball. What as he lands out of bounds. Great effort by the senior. Has a lot of head, has a lot of heart, has a lot of hustle, as we say it up with Syracuse lacrosse. It was interesting. He was like a wide receiver. That's who you want in the ball. Foul. Got to foul Johnson. Johnson double team. He finds an open man, and it's Gans right in the paint. Sean Simon with the block and no foul called. It'll and still be Bonner's so. ball with 39.4 to go. And I'll tell you, though, if I'm with Sal, Ajari Johnson, that's the guy. I, I get you. You got him trapped. But after you don't get that immediate turnover, I still think you, you foul him there, realizing his lack of ability from the free throw line. 
ball was a little bit bounced. It's Tyree Cooper. Now he gets fouled, and Matt Paulus might have gotten hit. Now you end up sending Cooper to the line. A proficient free throw shooter, three of four from the line tonight. Sal down four, 53-49, which, and I still think, you know, a missed opportunity to foul Ajiri Johnson at the beginning of that possession. Cooper, first shot, and it goes in. Make it four of five on the evening, and he extends the lead to five points for the Friars. And now if you're, you know, if you're Bonner, really all you're, th- all you're thinking about here is just no stupid fouls. Play tough defense with no, no easy fouls. Don't give anything away. Cooper's second shot is in, 55-49. Explorers down, Chrysler's three, no good. Rebound, and it looks like it was Kiska that might have had it, but we'll see what the refs call. I'll tell you, there's something you're seeing, though, from Conrad Kiskel, which I, I, I haven't personally seen in the three games this year. He's really got an edge to him. He's battling strong, really doing a nice job, fighting for second chances, getting an offensive rebound that time for LaSalle. Justin Gantz on the second foul for Bonner. LaSalle keeps the ball. Conrad Kiska for three. No good off the mark. Rebound four Bonner players right there. Eventually, number 10, Gillen Higgins, gets a rebound, and he will go to the line to shoot free throws. Yeah, now the, the double, double bonus. bonus. That means an easy two. Starting to slip away here for the Explorers. Trailing by six. 19 seconds to go. 55-49. Higgins the line to shoot free throws. First one. No good. Okay. That gives you... There's still hope. There's still hope. But I'll tell you, I mean, I got to be honest, I'm not taking anything away from the sophomore, Zach Crystal, but I'd sure... Like to see Matt Paulus being the one taking that shot. Second shot is in, 56-49. As LaSalle tries to make something out of almost literally close to nothing. Matt Paulus driving in for the two, no good, just short. And a foul on Sean Simon is called. As it looks like Christian Lane will go to the free throw line to shoot two. And that looks like it'll be it from here with 9.8 to go. And it's a shame because the final score is going to indicate somewhere around an 8-10 to 10 point lead win for Bonner. But really it was a much closer game throughout. LaSalle with a 4 point lead at the half. Uh, saw that dwindle away in the third quarter. And Bonner, once they grabbed that lead, never looked back. Lane's first shot is in. Making an 8 point game, 9.8 seconds to go. Ooh, a little shake. Second shot is good, 58-49 in favor of the Bonner Prendergast Friars. The alma mater of KYW's John McDevitt. Stukes for three, he makes it in. And Joe Dempsey will decide to call a timeout, down by six with 3.5 to go. More of a pride call here, which I like. You know, getting your team back together. You're going to finish this game, let's finish it right. They do so. You know, you can still take something out of, uh, of finishing a game like this strong. Uh, listen, we, we were talking about it before the game. I think Bonner's going to be somewhere in that four to six range. I think LaSalle's going to be somewhere in that four to six range once it's all said and done. And that's how this game has played out. These are two pretty evenly matched teams. Uh, you know, pretty good guard play. But, you know, where LaSalle has been bested tonight, uh, especially in the second half, is the, the, you know, the ability to, to convert when you get in the lane. Uh, you know, Bonner has attacked the basket all throughout this second half. And that's what we talked about at halftime, the two keys 
getting away from the three-point line for Bonner and trying to get their points and trans or get their points um, inside the arc, and they've done so very well here in the second half. LaSalle's next game, we'll have it here in Bob Long Sports. It'll be Monday at Conwell Egan, 7 o'clock tip-off. Bonner Prendergrass's next game will be Sunday. They'll host Bishop McDevitt at 2.30. And it looks like with the loss, LaSalle falls to 1-1 one one in PCL play, 7-4 overall. Bonner Prendergrass continues an impressive 10-0 start to the season, 2-0 in the PCL. And that does it from the gym here at LaSalle. Final score, Bonner takes the win after being down by 4, 58-52. We'll get quick final thoughts from LaSalle. You're listening to Bob Long Sports. Excuse me, we probably won't. We won't. It's 823. We won't. We won't. We're all good Quick here. thoughts right now. Why not? Uh, you know, tough loss at home. Got to come back out Monday night, get a win. Uh, critical for LaSalle to regain some momentum. Early on in the season, a loss that can be overcome. LaSalle led by four. They lose a six. They lose it. They lose it by six. Next game for us once again, Monday at Egan, 7 p.m., right here in Bob Long Sports. But keep it right here, part two of our doubleheader. LaSalle Hockey taking on Malvern Prep, their second meeting after LaSalle won 11-1 last year. Go Explorers. Indeedy. For Joe winning, I'm Chris Estremti. want to give a big thanks to Joe Parisi and Chris Carabello for their help throughout the season so far. We'll send it over to Iceline just shortly. You're listening to Bob Long Sports coverage of LaSalle College High School basketball and soon-to-be LaSalle Hockey right here in Bob Long Sports.